Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Pluto? Tubi? I don't know. I love Christmas Karen. That's what it is. I'm Dan, and I despise Christmas Karen. I'm Alonzo, and I'd like to speak to the manager, and this is the the Deck Deck the the Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host his podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. It was one of like oh, Alonzo's more on the nose intros, but it was too good oh, yeah. not to do. Too, you like you can't not, not do that. Just not do there, that. Yeah. Was, yeah, you had to do that. That's right. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, this is a good, this is a good week. We're go- we finally yeah, made is. our way over to to Pluto. Um, this is our final non scary. And this does have a, wi- a witch in it, like a ghost. Yeah, witch, what, that's zombie, true. That's true. It was a nice little segue yeah, into October. Always a ghost story, the Christmas Carol that's adaptations. Right. And yes. as we head into October, I, I don't, you know, it, you don't have to watch these movies with us, uh, listener. You don't have to watch the scariest, but I think we have some fun ones. Uh, Alonzo, do you have a favorite uh, Christmas horror combo? Uh, there's a few. I mean, I like the first and third version of Black Christmas. Uh, there was one a couple years ago called Better Watch Out, mm-hmm. um, starring uh, Levi Miller from Pan, which we talked about last week, uh, that I liked a lot. That was really kind of a, a, a cool um, kind of Home Alone spin that was that was very creepy and and uh, and and effective. Uh there's someone to leap to mind. Um, but, you know, the thing about, again, uh, Christmas Carol has always been a ghost story. And, and right. there has been, you know, they, they used to say that Christmas night was the night when the veil between the two worlds was at its thinnest. Okay. And that, that was why the ghost would show up and that sort of thing. So, you know, there's always been a, a touch of, of horror as part of the, the you know, history of Christmas. That uh, snuff film we watched on Shudder. <laughs> Uh, was a was a was a horror movie correct? That was a tough watch. Yes. If I'm not now, uh, I will yeah. say this: with the the where we were doing three of them. One is called He Knows, which was as I looked up Christmas horror movies that came out in 2022. This was the highest rated. Okay. Of those. Oh. Okay. Um, and then the mean one, which made it to theaters it for it a limited uh, uh, run. So we will do that. And then Violent Night, which is not really horror, but oh, it's yeah. uh, no. it's that's that's going to be a lot of fun. And that's how we'll close out uh, our 2022 look back on yeah. Monday. It's been a lot. Then join us for the kickoff before after the preview episodes for the new season, and then we'll look back again next year. I would love to. <laughs> oh, a preview episode for these! Just don't don't tease me with a good time. Can we? Would it? Can we? After Violent Night, can we? Can we do a rating? Can we? Can we rank the Monday movies? Ooh, Ooh. boy! I would love to rank them. I, I love ranking anything with Alonzo. Because of how uh, ardently he feels about lists, um, for so this I would. Yeah, but I it is this has been uh, you know you get this is Christmas is number one. I'll fight you. Okay. It, this is I mean it's just the unicorn best. for Christmas, but whatever you get like with uh, with our standard holiday season, like we will do Hallmark and Netflix and Lifetime, and those are all kind of. 
it's a pretty narrow uh, swing. These all were the all map. over the map, oh, wow, all yeah, over the map sure. from like one of the, some of the best we've ever seen to some of the worst. And so uh, I think it'd be really fun to rank, rank those. So uh, write, write that down, Aaron. We'll try to fit that in before the holiday season starts somehow. Uh, Cause what, <laughs> well, yeah, why not? We've got the time. We've got the time. <laughs> we've got the time. Um, Alonso, uh, I guess we can announce that you're coming to the marathon again right. this year. Yes, looking forward to it. Are you excited about um, going back to it being an all-night situation? Well, you know, that, that's going to be a first for me because the first the times that I've been to there with you guys was, 6 it was a 6 a.m. deal. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, as long as I've got some, some naps scattered throughout, I think I can make this work. That's what I'm talking about. You're going to probably get one break of four hours. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess we can try to give you like two two hour breaks. I mean, I am the senior citizen here, so that's you know, the least you could do, <laughs> frankly. But uh, you know, maybe the 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 adrenaline of the whole thing right. and the live audience yeah. will really just like get me all primed yeah, and ready to go. We uh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have you know a couple dozen people, scattering of people there to help us eat all the food and hang out. Maybe mm-hmm. bring them up on stage and ask them some questions. Yes. You never know. Um, that's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time. I'm excited about it. And, and we're going to have more than, you know, I think we got some other hosts we're gonna coming, a which, of is, hosts, which is very uh, fun. At our it's going to be a lot of fun. That's happening on the 20th and you'll be able to watch it, uh, live, of course, on the internet machine. It's going to be, uh, so, so much fun. I think the plan is to start at like seven thirty Eastern 30 minutes before the first new movie. So we can do some, uh, light banter. That's right. Time. So we don't go straight to like paying attention, yeah, you know, yeah, go right. until 11 the next night. Can you believe it? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Life's good, man. Y'all and your ideas. <laughs> it was an idea yes. we had at the time. <laughs> it was an idea. It was, it was an idea it was we one. had. We'll see how it goes. Uh, speaking of ideas, let's talk about Christmas Karen. Christmas Karen, I, I don't. it wasn't made for Pluto, uh, but it, it did, uh, I think, land there first, from best I can First figure. to land on Pluto. First okay. to land on Pluto. <laughs> I watched it ad-free on Canopy. Oh, oh Ooh, well, well, there you go. Old. All right. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Karen, November 18th, 2022 is when it premiered. I went a little something like this. We're in Florida. Uh, cel- is it Celebration Florida? Is that where yes. the movie takes yep. place? Um, a place that does exist in real life. I, uh, I, I knew of it when I lived there. Um, and this sweet little girl uh, has a hot chocolate stand and is singing Christmas songs. She's adorable. This woman comes up, asks her for her permit to be selling stuff on the streets. This little girl's like, what? She then calls the cops. And then um, as the family goes inside, she takes some hot chocolate for herself. Her name is Karen. She's being a Karen. It's Christmas. Christmas Karen. And Karen is being a real Karen who uh, is the type of person who sends her coffee back, even though it's probably correct. She refuses to pay 666 because she's a God-fearing Christian. Um, She hits a kid with her car and is mad that the kid scratched her Hummer. Uh, So she's great. She's She's a real swell person. It is Christmas Eve, and she yells at a cashier about her coupon, and she wants to speak with a manager naturally um and there's we keep uh, seeing for a couple times a a woman who has a sign that's like the end is coming the end is near uh type of situation but we can't see her face karen then gets a knock at the door and it is the woman with the sign and she's a witch uh like like a witch 
You, and she's who I would imagine a witch to be uh, with a cauldron and whatnot. She's uh, a freaky ghost. She's a freaky ghost, yes. And uh, she shuts the door on her. She then comes out of the oven. And one of the scarier scenes I've seen uh, this year, uh, just in film in general, uh, the woman, uh, turns out, is her old friend Jackie, who is now a ghost. We get a flashback showing that Jackie was a lot like Karen and died uh, having a heart attack while eating bacon-wrapped tater tots. Which I would have. Um, Jackie does the whole Christmas Carol ghost bit, explaining that she's going to be, you know, greeted by three ghosts over the night and all that good stuff. Karen is like, whatever, and she goes to sleep. She is, uh, she wakes up uh, from the first ghost, it's the ghost of Christmas past, and uh, it's uh, everything is a lot for Karen. She doesn't really know uh, how to handle all this. The ghost shows her uh, that her mom wasn't great. Uh, shows her that uh, she has never really accepted her uh, brother for being gay and uh, how she stopped being fun and became a real Karen after being inspired by her boss, seeing her boss kind of be a quote-unquote Karen. She's like, this is the life for me. Uh, the ghost uh, really doesn't like Karen and brings her back and uh, to finish out the night. The ghost of present comes and shows her um, some things, such as the fact that the hot chocolate girl has cancer and is dying and was trying to help her parents out with money. Karen uh, also seeing uh, her brother being very hurt by the way that Karen has treated uh, him. And Karen realizes that she has uh, been, uh, she's trying to shut down an amazing Christmas light display. And she's like, wow, this is really nice. So she realizes that her actions have an effect on people what? around her, whether or Get not she knows here. it. Uh, and of course, next up is future. And you would be shocked to find out that one the little girl passes away, but also Karen passes away, and no one cares. No one cares about Karen. Uh, so Karen learns the lesson that uh, you tend to learn in a Christmas uh, carol, that uh, you should be nice to people and uh, keep Christmas in your heart and all that good stuff. And so she goes and she decides she's going to live life to the fullest. She's going to make up with her brother. She pays off medical bills for the neighbor and gives the girl the most magical Christmas to, uh, of her life. And Karen, I'm sure, goes on to live a perfectly uh, happy life and never reverting back to her Karen ways. And that, my friends, was. Uh, Christmas, Christmas Karen. Karen. We did We did it. do it. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll break this movie down with four segments here on Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark. Hallmark. Welcome back, oh, everybody. Uh, it's a Monday, which means we've gone back to 2022 to check out some Christmas movies that we missed, including A Christmas Karen. Uh, let's break it down with four segments. We'll start with the hot take. It is where we share exactly how we felt about this movie. We do not hold back, just like a Karen. Um, and I'll start with you, Alonzo. Alonzo, what do you think of A Christmas Karen? Well, you know, I'd say one of the more interesting developments of the last couple of decades has been the Christmas Carol remakes about uh, women. <clears throat> I think it started with uh, Ebby, which was a movie with Susan Lucci. It was made for TV back in the 90s. And we've had Ms. Scrooge with Cicely Tyson, A Diva's Christmas Carol with yep. Vanessa Williams, uh, A Carol Christmas with Tori Spelling, yep. It's Christmas Carol, which was a Hallmark one, and I don't remember who the Lady Scrooge in that one was. So I, I'm kind of down for this as a as an adjunct to the original Dickens story. Did you know this was uh, A Christmas Carol, 
uh, playoff when you started uh, it? Yeah, I mean okay. the title kind of gives it away. I, 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 I actually I didn't, didn't know it. I just oh, I thought it was just okay. true story. It's a Karen at Christmas yeah. time. Oh, funny! No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did know. Caught on quickly and, after that, though. Yeah, yeah. you oh, figure yeah. it out pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they 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 pretty much let you know what you're in for. I have to say, I like the script of this. I think this is a fun idea. I think they find interesting ways to do it. Uh, and there are some fun performances in here. If ever a movie we have seen suffers from being low budget, mm-hmm. it's this one. Yep. Like It is so on the cheap at times and so kind of flatly filmed and sort of, you know, it, it just like it, it has no visual pizzazz and the, the, the settings are all a little drab. And I mean, you know, like it's very Florida. It's very suburban Florida, the way that it's kind of laid out, but like not in a way that really pops, even though they have like, uh, I looked it up act the, the, the lights that they talk about in this thing is a real thing that the yes. real celebration Florida does. And the movie doesn't like get enough production value, even out of that, which could be staggering, I think. So I, I like the idea behind this and I like the effort put into certain aspects of this, but I also feel like it really suffers from being just real cheap. I would, uh, I would agree with all that. I, I was uh, really impressed with quite a few of the performances. I thought, I thought Karen did a good job. I thought the ghost of Christmas past was fantastic. Um, yeah, the budget stuff, it's clearly not at the level that we're used to. It's uh, most of the stuff that we cover. Um, but with what they had, I thought it was, was pretty solid. Uh, really, you know, heavy handed with its messaging, but luckily the messaging is good. So it's like, okay, great. Um, <laughs> Um, but there's no, there's no, uh, you know what this movie is telling you. They make it very clear. Um, and yeah, I thought every, I, I, I really thought I was surprised at how good some of the, cause some of the times with the lower budget stuff, you're, you can tell not just with the, the design, but also the acting. But I thought the acting was really, uh, quality in, in most of this movie. So overall, uh, pleasantly surprised by a Christmas Karen. Uh, pretty, pretty funny, uh, at times. And, yeah. um, overall just impressed by, what they did end up doing with the money that they had. Uh, yeah, it's a real subtle movie, Brian. I couldn't really tell what they were going for for, for a lot of it. I, like most Christmas Carol yeah. adaptations. Yes. I, I, yeah, I will say, like, I, I appreciated this take on A Christmas Carol, um, and I appreciated a lot of the dialogue, as you two have already said. There are some legitimately funny parts. And for me, whether or not a Christmas Carol adaptation works hinges on what happens when the Scrooge wakes up, if I care about mm. them fixing things or not. And weirdly enough, I did care about Karen going and, and doing right by her neighbors and her brother and this this grocery store and, and these people. And so by that measure, it does succeed. Now, does it take its time getting there? And are the the effects just awful? Does it swing sometimes and miss big? Yeah, it does. It's, it feels like it was made over the course of a, a few days and, and for not a lot of money. But the script pops when it hits. It does hit. So there are definitely worse movies. There are definitely worse Christmas Carol adaptations yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so by those two very low bars, it does succeed. But not an all-out home run for me. Just Just fine. Just fine. Yeah, uh, it's time for all the feels. We're talking about the feels that we got, Alonzo. Well, you know, if you're going to make a movie about a Karen, it really should start with her calling the cops on a black child yes. who's not yes. doing anything. Yeah. And yeah. so, kudos to, to for that. Uh, I, I like the full 
scope of her awfulness in terms of not just her sense of entitlement, but like the, the her like, you know, we speak English and, and her homophobia, like all that stuff. I, I think they, they don't soft pedal any of that. Um uh, when when she and the ghosts of Christmas past are in her childhood home and they wind up back in the present and the guy starts shooting at them, I just immediately wrote down Florida man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I did, I'd say I did not expect an impromptu grocery store dance number to erupt at the end of the film. And I was pleased to see that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, was it as was it as like you know, kind of half-assed and cheap as the rest of the movie? Yes, yes. but I at yes. least admired the effort. I, that's the best term for this. Unfortunately, is half-assed because <laughs> it is a it is a movie that the script is pretty whip smart, and then it's like we got it. Let's make this movie now. The execution. Yeah, is, let's make yeah. it right now, and let's not let anything else stand in our way. So there's that. Um, uh, Alonzo, you did mention the, uh, the lights, uh, the light display in this movie is real, is based on a real thing that I didn't know about as somebody who grew up in Florida. I had never heard about this. Um, the lights at Jeter Bend and you did send me a nice thing. Uh, they have their own Facebook page apparently, cause that's how you know whether or not a Christmas light display is a right. deal or not if they have their own Boom. Facebook group. Um, so, uh, yeah, next time in Florida, which I hope I'm not, um, I will, <laughs> <laughs> check this out if i'm at, if i am there during the holiday season which honestly i can't imagine me ever being sooner again now that my parents gonna, gonna live up there but to disney though sooner or later and you but at it. christmas time why not do it then when it's not as crowded it's anymore. the busiest time of the year busier than summer it's our no, busiest guys, time of the year it's the busiest time yeah, of the year. Would take them like december 28th all right okay fine yeah, there you go maybe it will Come maybe on. i will everybody wins there everybody wins yeah. everybody wants them um, yeah, I think every good Christmas Carol adaptation reckons with the fact that if you're a person of privilege, you only you have the luxury of only caring about how you think what you said and did came off and your your personal intent. And I thought this movie did a good job of making her reckon with the fact that regardless of what she thinks she meant, her impact was super duper negative and racist and homophobic and and misogynistic and whatever else like all of these things that she like doesn't have to reckon with because she just was in her own world and she was capable of doing that and so they don't all work well but i think there are some moments and i don't know the woman's name that plays karen and i probably should have looked that up before we started this but there are some legit great moments in here when she sees how like the healthcare system has 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 failed uh you know it's like all all of these things are like Karen's fault, except this one, which is, yeah, she stopped him from raising money, but why does a why does a family have to go bankrupt to provide money for their child's leukemia drugs? Like that's not on Karen uh, per, per se. Michelle Maybe, Sims is the actress's name. Uh, Michelle Sims, and I think she does a great job starting to realize that her impact was so bad, even when she believed her intent to be good. Mm. Uh, very nicely said, Dana. Thank you. Um, but you are anti healthcare. Of I course, Got it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna pay for your own. If you're poor and get and get uh get diagnosed with something, there's nothing you can do. I'm yeah, sorry, okay. like that's just. I I did just want to set the record straight because I didn't want anybody to misunderstand. That's <laughs> uh, the troops. The troops should be on their own. I want to be clear. Get about out of that. here. Let's take a quick break. Yeah. If you don't explicitly the say it, should also get 100 percent health care free. I want to be clear about that before we're just, like everyone that comes home. 
Should be. Oh, troops. Yes. Thank you. We have a sign in the office that says troops question mark. Just to to remind us to say it. Um, We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to uh, get to the wait what's in the... What is Pluto? (laughs) Is Pluto real? Planets here. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. We're talking about a Christmas Karen from 2022. It's time for the Wait What. It's where we uh, share our Wait What's, the things that made us say Wait What, as a matter of fact. Uh, Alonzo, anything from you? I don't really know that I have one. It's tough. Just because I think Christmas Carol adaptations follow that path. And so you see, like, the thing that actually happened, the thing that happened that they didn't know about, the things that might happen in the future, and... They're all kind of, I mean, they're consistent. They're they, they they get it right as far as covering that. So I don't really have any weight watts. I don't think I I have uh my biggest one is this. I don't care if it's a couple days before Christmas. <laughs> You're not drinking hot chocolate outside in Florida. You're just <laughs> not. <laughs> and if you want to raise money, that's not what you sell. No one's walking around being like, yeah, that's what I want right now in Florida. Never once did I think that while I was walking outside. You like drink chocolate milk and try to like uh, no, a frozen hot chocolate. Frozen hot chocolate. I found out sure. was you would do. You would absolutely do that. But a hot chocolate, I don't care if it's Christmas uh, Eve. You just you just also do. you don't want her to raise money for her. One hundred percent. That is she should. She's on her own. She's on her own there. Dana bootstraps. Um. Yeah. But that's exactly right. Uh. So they take her, the Ghost of Christmas Past takes her back in time to when she worked at this bar. Um, and the fizzy pig. Yeah, the because, fizzy pig because of Fezziwig. Yes, yeah. yes, of course. They're doing, they're doing the Lord's work there. And, uh, and <laughs> again, uh, subtle. They announce at this bar, the manager gets on the mic and he says, all right, it's 7 p.m. That means that the management tends the bar and all the employees get to go have fun. What? All the, at the as far as I know, a bar starts to get busy in the evening, right? So at the time when things get busiest, the management is cutting the employees loose to go and do whatever they would like to do and drink for the rest of the evening. Am I to understand that correctly? Yeah, it's the it's the it's basically the employee Christmas party, like Fezziwig would throw, but at a bar that is also open to whoever the patrons are on Christmas Eve, I guess. Yeah, and she says the working there was awesome, and I want to be clear: this is a place where they make two bartenders dance on a bar to see which one gets a Christmas bonus. Yeah. <laughs> so they make two women dance on a bar and whichever one gets most the most tips then gets a Christmas bonus of cash. The other one gets nothing. So her best place of business was Christmas bonus maybe if I'm a good dancer. <laughs> so it's the, it's the coyote ugly way, Dan. That's right. It is clearly the coyote <laughs> Bad ugly for her. Way. She's, not a, she's not a good dancer. Um, I hate to get in the weeds here, but uh, our, our the little one, Nia, is Nia the, the girl's Nia. name? Yeah, Sounds right. She writes a letter to Santa and asks Santa to talk to God about her health. What is happening? Uh, <laughs> you cut out the middleman. Yeah, you can't go straight to the big man. <laughs> Are you in some sort of weird Santa Catholicism here where you're offering up your prayers to the saint of Claus, who then offers them up to uh, the hierarchy here has gotten downright confusing is all I'm saying. It's all in who you know. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Clearly, she felt as though she had a direct pipeline to Santa, but Correct. felt disconnected from God. And asked, and asked Santa if you could just pass that up the ladder. 
to your bro. Um, and I, yeah, that's right. It's, I, it's, uh, it's Santa, Santa is, uh, is I the appreciate Spirit. them. If you no, guys run into each other in the break room, maybe yeah, you could like I, mention. I appreciate the insinuation that in this hierarchy, Santa is somewhere in between <laughs> humanity <laughs> and God. Like, it's a nice yeah. middle ground where, like, yes, sees you when you're sleeping, knows when you're awake, gets all the toys out in an evening, but not fully omnipotent and omniscient in, in, a, in a way that would be terrifying or, or comforting. And so right in the middle there is, I like that. is, yeah, is where Santa yeah. resides and probably should if you believe in that sort when of thing. When we say take it up with the big man, we do mean uh, Santa. Jesus Santa. <laughs> yes, Jesus uh, Santa. That's right. Um, and it couldn't have taken any longer for one dude to open up one bottle of champagne. I for the life of me. The the wrapper is off of it. It is just about getting the cork popped. That's all it is. And we go over to this joker six times and he still doesn't have the champagne open. And I, and as they go back over to uh, Karen talking to her brother, having a heartfelt conversation, all in my, all I can think in my head is how is this bottle of champagne not open yet? <laughs> it is at this rate. No one's ever going to drink anything. Um, it's unbelievable how this is edited. And I feel bad for the dude because he probably opened it on the first try and the way they edit it, make it look like it's taking him 10 minutes. Yeah. So, These are people who put vodka in a mojito. So they, do not understand right. how alcohol works at all. That's I'm just going to go at with all. that. I think that's right. more than fair. Uh, it's time for the, um, the father, please. son, and the popo gijo. <laughs> uh, I don't really get how it applies to the segment, but I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, that's where we wonder what could have been. Maybe having some clarity questions will have. Even Alonzo's uh, not Catholic anymore. That even he even wasn't okay. Even he was like, "That's a little like I don't, I don't know." It's Topo Gigio, but I didn't want to get into this conversation again. <laughs> I was referencing the Santa Claus. Thank you very much. We've, I know. And is that said, Topo Gigio? It's Topo Gigio. But Popo Gigio sounds like the Pope a little bit, and yeah. that's why it was Popo Gigio. Yeah. I would like a little Pope puppet. That would be great. <laughs> Popo Gigio. Oh, we can make that happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dutch slash shop. It's going to be a, a limited time drop to Pope yeah. puppet. Yeah. No mm. one will be mad. Uh, Alonzo? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess maybe technically this is a wait what, but the one sort of unclosed loop here, you know, she mends fences with the brother. She's generous to Nia and her family and donates to the, the homeless mother's shelter. Uh, they never address that she's trying to shut down the light show. Yeah, the light show's yeah. still screwed. <laughs> she never like goes back and fixes that one. So that's my that was my one sort of, oh, wait, you, you forgot one. So I'm I'm hoping that also got tended to. No, well, the fact they still have a Facebook page clearly means that yeah, it's like the movie. I wonder down. if they were watching this movie just going like, "Wait, why? Why? Why did you have to call us out like that? Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey that's us. We did that." <laughs> um, so, like in the Christmas Carol, like Scrooge is like this shrewd banker and a man of of money and all that stuff. Karen lives on her own in a house, but like I don't know what she does like what is like what is she does she own the salon the, yeah I, I don't like yeah, they she does. they don't update us after the where we see uh her working there for like I think when they they mentioned that she does, does she still on it okay so. cool yeah. well then great um i'm done <laughs> good that's a good one my, how's the light show doing dead. this much was for sure yes <laughs> mine is the grocery store she goes to which uh, she goes to on Christmas because she believes it'll be open because it's not run by white people. Although most of the workers there are, are white. Uh, but she, the weird part about that is, is she goes to the grocery store before then. 
So she goes to the grocery store two days before Christmas and she shops at that grocery store. And my question is, is why that character and, and what we know about her would shop at that grocery store to begin with. It would seem a contra- contradictory well, to her. Maybe the only reason she, got, uh, she went there is because she found that coupon. That's this, 10 years old. It's four years old. Or no, I, I, well, I think the idea is I, I have to go here because all the other grocery stores are closed for the holiday. That but, was the second time she does that. She's well, like, but, Ooh, where could I find this? Well, but Christmas Eve is where the movie opens. So I think that was also the idea then. But again, it's Florida. You can't tell me there's not a Publix like within no. five minutes. 100%. No. Wide open on the 24th and 25th. Yeah, the, the Publix is Publix is around here don't open on Christmas Day, but on Christmas Eve, and I, in Florida, they're every quarter mile. So many. Yeah, there's so, so many Publixes. So many Publixes. Uh, right. We did it, everybody. Congratulations. We're going to be back next week. It will be October, which is wild. Spooky wild. Scary. Wild. And we'll start off with uh, he, he Knows is the name of the movie. He Knows. Um, and, yeah, you can still find it places. So there you go. That's always good. <laughs> um, until next time, maybe the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.